This is the first time we've ever been able to gather um, as a church on Christmas Eve. And so I was driving here this evening and I was so excited and then it started snowing. And so I started getting discouraged because I started wondering, would anybody actually show up tonight to Christmas Eve service if the roads were bad? And as I'm driving in the car and I kind of talked myself out of that and I was praying, I said, Lord, this is, what's just a magical evening and a gift from you that on the first Christmas Eve service of Living Hope Columbus ever, you made it even snow. And I feel like that was a gift for me. And then my eight-year-old piped up in the back seat and she said, so are there going to be kids at church tonight? And I said, yeah, baby. I said, but you're going, to have, you're going to be sitting in the service with the adults. She goes, oh. I said, what was that for? She goes, does that mean you're speaking? It's not so magical. And my wife said, yeah, daddy's speaking. You love to hear daddy speak. She said, but he preaches so long. So I'm going to do her a favor tonight, and I'm not going to do that. And I know we got a lot of our little friends in the, the room tonight, and that always encourages me, uh, a church with little voices and crying voices, a church with a future. And so parents, never feel bad if your kid cries, screams, or makes a ruckus in church, because that means that Living Hope has a future ahead of us as well, and that excites me. If you haven't noticed, I'm going to go a little bit off script tonight. We've been trying to tell a story this evening. And the story has really been leading up to the scripture we just read in Matthew chapter 1 of Emmanuel, God with us. Our first reader took us back to Genesis when God issued a curse over Adam and Eve because sin had entered into the world. But tucked away in that curse, we saw Emmanuel, God with us, because God promised a Savior. And then we saw in Genesis when God made a promise to a, a pagan named Abram a man coming from a polytheistic, pagan, religious background, but God makes a promise to him, Abram, if you will be obedient to me through your descendants, I will make a great nation, and you will be a blessing to so many. You see, God was promising a solution to sin in a person of Jesus, our Savior. And then we saw the promise there in, in Micah made through David. In 2 Samuel 7, God promised David through his descendants he would establish a kingdom that would be forever. But then in Micah, God also tells us through the prophet Micah that through David's hometown, O little town of Bethlehem, that small insignificant village, that through that village God would bring the Savior of the world into being. And friends, as we think through those various promises in the Old Testament, we've been doing this at our church now for three weeks, we see the fulfillment of that promise in Matthew chapter 1, where we see the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 7, and then recorded there in Matthew 1, that phrase that Jesus, is, Jesus will be called Emmanuel, God with us. And I want to ask you this simple question tonight. Why is that phrase, God with us, significant to you and me? And I want you to think on that, and to answer that question, let me ask you two more questions. Question number one is this, is God with you? That's an important question, honestly, the most important question any of us, whether you're here in the room, you're watching online, that you can ask yourself, is God with you? Because as we've seen these promises play out in our scripture readings and here at church these past several weeks, it's the reminder that God was not willing to leave us in our sin problem. Instead, God set out on a rescue mission for us, and he came in the person of Jesus. The technical term is the incarnation of Christ. It's the divine stepping into the finite world for our sake. 
Jesus, 100% God and 100% man, voluntarily dying on a cross to pay a sin debt that I owed to Almighty God. Friends, can I ask you tonight, as Paul said in Romans, have you ever repented of your sin? That means turning away from, from your sin and turning your life to Jesus. Paul says in Romans that we're enemies of God until we do that very thing. We're all sinners, whether it be through impure thoughts or impure actions. Every one of us is a sinner. And we have to make the conscious decision to turn from walking in our sin and turn to walking with Jesus. And on the authority of God's word, I can tell you tonight that if you make that decision, that God will be with you. The promise of Matthew 1 will be true in your life. Here's the second question I think that makes Emmanuel God with us significant. Not only is God with you, but if he is, if you're a follower of Jesus tonight and you've repented of your sin, you've trusted Christ as your Savior, are you living as though God is with you? You see, I found it interesting as I was reading through Matthew this week that the promise of Jesus' name, Emmanuel, God with us, is in Matthew chapter 1, the first chapter of Matthew. You jump all the way to the very last chapter of Matthew, Matthew chapter 28. And the last phrase that Jesus gives his disciples is this. He says, go. That's the missionary calling of every Christian. If you're a Jesus follower, you are a missionary according to Jesus. I love that. He says, go and make disciples. That means tell people the gospel, communicate the good news, share the message of Christmas with other people. And then there's this little phrase tucked away in there. And I will be with you always. You see, the promise of Emmanuel carries over to the end of Matthew and the missionary calling of every believer. That if Jesus is with you, that then when you live your life on mission, he continues to be with you. I think too often I'm guilty of isolating Christmas to just a, a short season or a couple days in December. But to truly understand Christmas tonight means not only to understand that God is with us and that's the promise fulfilled, but Christmas truly means that we need to live as missionaries, as God with us. You see, what we did tonight, and I hope you started to see this, this story that we were, were playing out tonight. We purposefully kept this room dimly lit. Why did we do that? We wanted that to be symbolic of the shadow and sting of sin that laid upon the earth. And as each one of our friends came and they read that Old Testament scripture of a promise of a coming Savior, hopefully you noticed that a different individual came up and they lit one of these candles. Why did they do that? Because they were showing that God was keeping his promise, that in the, the midst of a darkness, light was going to shine through. Jesus was coming. Here in just a moment, that candle that we gave you, that's not for us just to do that classic Christmas candle lighting and carol singing. No, in just a moment, my friends are going to come back and they're going to bring these candles down onto the floor and we're slowly going to light everyone's candle and your candle's going to get lit and then the person next to you is going to take their candle and this is instruction, by the way. Take your candle, lean it over, right? The non-lit one, lean it over. That way we don't have wax dripping on people, people crying and screaming. We don't need that tonight. But what you're going to see is we've got Emmanuel, God with us, and then we're going to take this light and we're going to pass it around the room. What's that? It's us publicly identifying. It's a public identification that I'm with Jesus, that God with us has become God with me. My goodness, that's so significant for us tonight. And then as our praise team comes back here in just a few moments, they're going to lead us in one more song this evening. 
And when they're leading that song, I want you to do one thing for me at some point. I want you to look around the room. And you're going to look around the room and you're going to see uh, several candles all over this room lit. Different people. Some you know, some maybe you don't know. What's that for us tonight? It's the reminder that God goes with us now. That Christmas isn't going to stop here, but we take the message of Christmas with us tomorrow. That God is with us. God is with me. And now God goes with me as I take Jesus to my neighbors and to the nations. That's Christmas, my friends. And so as I pray for us, I'm going to invite our praise team and my friends that came and lit these candles, if you guys will come back up as well. And at the end of my prayer, they're going to start coming down and they're going to start lighting these candles. And again, help your neighbor light theirs as well. And we're going to sing this last song as a song of praise to our Jesus, that the God that promised to be with us was good on his promise. And now we take the gospel with us to our neighbors and nations as obedient followers of Jesus. Let me pray for us. Father, you're so good and so kind to us tonight. God, thank you for your faithfulness to this church. God, what started as a dream in a living room, Lord, what you have done in and through so many sacrificial and obedient Christians is nothing short of a miracle. Father, we say it all the time, we're living right smack dab in the middle of a miracle, and I pray we never get over it. And Jesus, now as we light these candles in this room, Father, may this not just be another thing we do to check off a box this Christmas season, but would you allow this, Lord, to be a stump in the ground, a stake in the road, a moment in our lives where we remember that it's not only God with us, but it's God in me. And now you go with me, Lord, to take the message of Christmas everywhere. May we not be content with keeping Jesus to ourselves. But if the message of Christmas is truly the greatest story and the greatest news ever told, would you give us a zeal, fire, and passion like we've never seen before to take the message of Christmas with us? Father, I pray that this song that we sing is a sweet sound through the corridors of heaven, and it brings a smile to the face of Jesus. We love you, Lord. It's in your name that we pray these things. Amen.